everyone happy monday i hope you're all starting off this week well and safe and healthy uh, i'm coming in with another re-record and this one oh my god this one so many so many gems and such an amazing conversation and i'm just so happy that we were able to catch up and kind of check in with one another and just to see how this person has just changed and bloomed into themselves so much in the last few months and they're just an amazing inspiration that despite how stagnant we are and how still we have to be it's within that stillness that we change and grow and be better so sit back have some tea some coffee and just listen to this amazing talk with my friend Alyssa. all right bye everyone catch y'all soon all right and we are recording yay, yay. <laughs> all right hey Alyssa. Hey, Hannah. All right. So this is not our first rodeo together, but <laughs> I'm still going to ask, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. I, I'm amazing. Personally, I just turned 30. I am in a place in life where I could finally, like, sustain myself. We just moved into a downtown loft. Um. And I just feel like my mindset has completely changed, kind of like what you said from our last our last rodeo. Like, I feel like life has definitely rewarded the fruits of our labor in the last few months. And I'm just kind of riding that wave and staying in this high vibration as much as I can because it feels just so good. So I'm doing really well. And I'm just really excited to be here. Thank you. Oh, that's so exciting. And well, I already greeted you, but happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's so amazing how everything has happened for you. You know, I've witnessed it through social and through our, you know, offline conversations. It all seems to happen right when you turn 30. How does mm -hmm. that kind of feel for you? You know, just kind of as you're entering this new chapter, just so many things have happened, you know, in such short oh, time. Yeah. Like, you were only 30 like a few weeks ago. <laughs> I know, literally. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to reel it in as much as possible. But honestly, I feel like I've been told about my like Saturn return and how you experience so much growth and change by the time you're like 27 to 30 years old. And for a long time, I've had... I don't want to say an identity crisis, but I'm going to call it an identity crisis because that's the best way that I can describe it. And I've felt a huge like weight of imposter syndrome over the last few years because if you if you ask me like have you ever imagined yourself starting a production company? I would have said no. You know, and I truly accredit this to my business partners and just kind of imagining myself like what do I want to do 
And I've always just loved producing things, like kind of doing the whole ideation of a project, working with the right cinematographers, photographers, whatever the project may be. And I truly feel like I've found that calling and not just in that sense, but also in the community sense, because we're also able to work with our community, which has been so amazing because that's just like another one of my passions, right? And I was always wondering like, how am I gonna bridge all of these worlds of mine together? And I realized I didn't have to, it already is there. Why am I trying to force all of these things into one specific box when we as humans are not meant to fit in just one box? You know what I mean? So I finally kind of have, I've done a lot of internal work thanks to COVID. You know, we're kind of, I feel like we were just forced to face a lot of our own traumas and face a lot of the grief and just sadness and overwhelm and anxiousness and the divide that's apparent in the world right now. And I think it really challenged us to, to learn about everything that is happening in the world and most importantly about ourselves. Like, where do we stand? What do our values, like, what are our values now? And how are we honoring all of that? Like, how can we show up for ourselves so we can show up for our community? But yeah, I truly believe that as women, we don't give ourselves enough credit. We don't give ourselves enough attention, love, and care. And for me to do that, that was a pretty big, like, investment and a pretty big, like, next step for me because I was just like, okay, like, I know that I need to work on this. I know this is something that I've been trying to heal for a long time, but, like, I think I just need to, like, dig in a little bit deeper and, like, just go for it. And it's been, honestly, such an, a transformation for me personally because I was able to just face so much of the things that I've been avoiding. So, yeah, since since I was able to do all that work and I was able to just really focus on our business and like, I, I don't know, it was just a mix of everything, like you said, happening at once. And it felt very transformative and very just in alignment with where my mindset was and my perspective. Cause like, I kid you not, I know we talked about this before, but beginning of COVID and everything, like we had no idea what the future of our business looked like. We had no idea. We were just like, okay, we, we signed a three-year lease in February. A month later, we're told to shut down our business. And we we're like, what does that mean? And we were so close. We were so close to figure, like to find, like to try and find out, like, how do we break our lease? You know, like worst case scenario, we have to get out of it and like looking at the penalties and we're like god it's just like so much worse like how can it get worse right and it just it just felt like all of that weight of okay how are you going to keep working but we can't work because our work relies on seeing people and right now we can't see people for months and it wasn't until like May and June that we were able to finally get out of that funk and kind of just get creative and it all just started with like let's film this concept with coffee and combos and see if like filming an unfiltered Friday which is basically our version of like a tiny desk concert 
and an unplugged concert makes sense, you know? And we've gotten so much great feedback and it was just like something we tried and because we just wanted to dust off all of our cameras and gear and we we're like, let's try it and like, let's do it in our space and like, let's see what happens. And since then, like we've been filming and putting out episodes every Friday and we've been able through that to book other artists to rent out the space for themselves to do something like that. So I think just kind of getting back into that motion of creating for ourselves, getting back into like what we care about the most and getting back to just what excites us and taking care of ourselves really brought me to this place of like, wow, like we can actually change like the shitty circumstances that we were given and make something out of it. Even if it's not exactly what we pictured in the beginning of the year, at least it's something that will bring us joy and feel good, right? So yeah, entering 30 feels pretty great. Like I honestly did not picture this life that we have. And I'm so grateful for it that we have consistent gigs, that we have consistent clients, that we're able to move out during a pandemic into a beautiful loft that we could also work out of and shoot here as well. And we can like sustain ourselves. You know, I did not picture this when COVID happened and to enter my 30s on this like higher vibration and this wave of just alignment and gratitude and being in a place where like we get to work with the clients that actually value our work that feels really damn good so I'm really excited to just continue riding this wave to continue just like being on this wavelength and kind of seeing where it takes us because I've been practicing a lot of presence with myself and with the people around me through these conversations and connections and I don't take it for granted anymore like it just feels so good to connect and find different ways to connect even though it's a little bit different now than it was you know in 2019 <laughs> yeah yeah oh, that sounds so amazing and everything that you know you've mentioned just now, you know, like just thinking back to our old conversation together, you know, and hearing back um, all of those things that we talked about in that first conversation and hearing you now, I'm telling you, there's just like a massive, massive transformation. And it's so great to see, especially during this time where in mainstream media and even in some conversations, you know, the the tone is you are stuck this year you're mm -hmm. going to be stuck mm -hmm. this year you can't do anything you just do what you can and i think what's so beautiful and a great example of you know the opposite of that is your journey in just like the last few months that you know even though the circumstances are not the most ideal there there is ways to pivot there is ways to find creativity and to you know gain better connections with people that you might not not have had a chance to because of you know the times before how 2019 mm. was how we all operated in 2019 um i do have to say you know like 
during 2020 alone and even through this podcast, I've definitely connected with people in a way that would not have happened if I was Mm. where I was in 2019 and the things that I was doing in 2019. So it's possible. It's definitely possible to still be creative and to still find something joyful and to, you know, keep life going and growing even when the outside Mm. world tells you not. That's beautiful. That's such a beautiful way to put it because you're right. Like, how are you? I know we kind of spoke about this, but the world is experiencing this like giant, massive trauma. You know, it's, it's hard to avoid that. Like, yes, we're living a pandemic. You have this whole side of people who like don't want to wear masks and you have this whole side of people who are just trying to do what they can to bring justice to our black brothers and sisters, you know, like there's so much hurt going on in the world and there's only so much that we can do alone. And I truly believe that like when we are able to just kind of wake up and like see that this is, it's absolutely insane that we experience this, but I truly believe that like this kind of revolution is happening during our time for a reason. Like we are in this age of social media, mainstream media, a lot of the things and like, I don't know if anyone has watched The Social Dilemma yet. I know I need to. I definitely need to. (laughs) But it does bring to light like how, and I think a lot of us know this already, but it brings like, we're all individuals with our own world, right? And the basis of it talking about like everything that's being fed to us, everything that we see is catered to us personally. That like Adrian and I, we live in the same place. We've been together and we run a business together. Like we could be together 24 seven, but the things that we see on our screens are completely different. And it's, I don't know, it's a kind of scary thought because I, I do think that because of this access to media that's also like questionable. Like you don't know what's fake news and you don't know what's real. Like there's just so much. And I think that's what the beginning of quarantine and COVID-19 looked like was just like, what in the fuck is happening, right? And I was intaking all of this information, but it was bringing me down. And I was just like in such a weird place that I didn't trust anyone. I didn't wanna do anything. It felt hopeless right? I think we all kind of experienced that phase of like, what the fuck do we even do? What do we do right now if we can't do anything? And through that time and just through like, okay, I need to like kind of step away and like not really consume that much information on my phone because this is getting way too intense. And it's not ignoring the fact that these issues are out there. It's being mindful of what you consume. And I think this goes for anything. It goes for your food. It goes for your media consumption. It goes for literally anything, you know? Like, what are you consuming? Are you making sure that it's good for you and it's like nourishing your mind, body, and soul? Or are you letting it control you? And I think there's a massive difference. Massive, massive difference. And it's just like, once you're aware of like, Mm, like I've been fed a few ads here and there where I'm like oh yeah I totally want to buy that random like jumpsuit and then like there it is I buy it and I'm like it's a piece of crap you know what I mean 
And I, there's been so many times where I've like fed into those like weird headlines of like, oh, hey, there's like swans in the fucking like lake under the bridge in Paris or in Italy, in the Venice canals, right? There's like, ooh, there's like life now because no one's, no one's there. And it's just like, but that was all fake. Like, it's crazy, right? Like when I think back, to like just literally six months ago. Think about it. We've been in quarantine, quarantine for six months, six fucking months. It's been half of a year. And like, I feel like people just automatically think that once 2020 begins, that like, it'll all go away. But I don't think we're waking up to the fact that like, there's still so much work that we need to do individually. And like, really wake up to the fact that like, yo, like there's bigger problems here, not just the pandemic, but there's another pandemic happening and there's another just like there's so much that we need to educate ourselves about and be just aware and like understand where our power lies and it's really within us right like if we just take that time and I don't want to be like super woo-woo and be like you know give yourself self-love and all that stuff no it's like digging in deeper and like facing like do you understand why your patterns are a certain way already right? Like I've been able to learn that like my, my, my thought patterns exist because of my parents. They fed me specific information when I was younger to make me think a certain way and to follow those specific set of rules. And when I started to meet other people and notice that those rules are completely different, I'm like, what? You know? So it's just kind of like being aware. And like, I've had to heal a lot of this internal, like intergenerational trauma that like, not just from my mom and her mom, but like our ancestors, like this is all stuff passed down to us. And like, I've definitely like faced so many challenges of just like, what happened to this free, like what happened to our like child-like way of thinking, right? Like. I feel like we're we're so consumed with like I need to work and I need to make like I need to make ends meet. Yes, like that's so important, but it's also like if you're not paying attention to your quality of life and if you're not happy, why are you even doing the things that you're doing? And that's really what woke up all of these things of like why am I working with this client if they don't even value our work and they're like treating us like shit and they're not paying us what we're worth? right? And it was just finally setting those boundaries, setting those like intentions of like, I want to work with people who value our worth and who are willing to pay that price. Because what we have to offer is more than just like photos and videos. We're able to tell your story, right? I feel like I'm going on in a whole tangent, but like, I feel like it'll all wrap up in the end. Um, But just kind of going back to the fact that like, again, we're, we're fed so many different things. And you could set those boundaries with yourself, you know, and I think it's, it is so healthy for us to be mindful of what we consume, both like digitally and like literally. And it's so important that we choose the things and we're intentional with all of the things that we do and the people we connect with, I feel like human connection is so important and 
you know, it releases a certain hormone that we need to survive. And the fact that we haven't been able to experience that over the last six months, it is really devastating. But like you said, what can we do to work around it? Use these tools that we are given. Yeah, they are social media and, and it is through a screen. How can we make it so that we can still experience happy hours, that we could still experience concerts, that we could still experience like our friends and just connecting in this way. And there's so many different points of views that we all have about it. Like for one, it is really shitty, you know, we don't get to see a lot of our friends, but it's also like what we have to do what we can to stay connected and it's so important that we just are open to this new way of connecting, but not taking advantage of it to a point where we're manipulating like what we say and do on social media. I think there was a time and place for influencer marketing and a lot of the very typical things that, <laughs> people would post, right? Like, I'm fucking tired of seeing fake shit. If I see something that I just don't align with anymore on social media, I either block that shit, unfollow, or just be like, I'm not interested in seeing this. You know, like, set boundaries with yourself. Like, set boundaries to a point where you're like, oh, there's this girl who's saying like, oh, you have to eat less and work out more. That's not a healthy way of thinking. At least I don't think it is. So I'm going to choose not to follow you. I'm not choosing to like indulge in your content because it doesn't relate to me. You know, like why would I just because of the sake of numbers and followers and stuff and which is really shitty that we think of our, think of our like community as followers because people shouldn't follow us. They're just humans and we like, like to connect. Like, there should be like a whole reframe around social media and, and media in general, because I feel like it's just consumed so much of the way that we live and the way that we operate that we immediately go to that first instead of thinking about like how us humans should connect and how much deeper a connection could be if we just honored that, you know, that humanity portion of it and just like understanding that we're all human and that, if we all just come together, I think the world would be a better fucking place, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think to your point of like influencer marketing and numbers and everything, you know, our jobs for a very long time was so dependent on those numbers, you know, and how important those numbers are and how people viewed those numbers as wealth you know, and for, for digital creatives, such as ourselves, we, we fell on that trap. I know I did Mm -hmm. where I was so concerned that I have a low following that I don't get, you know, the likes that I've had. And there was a switch on my brain that happened maybe like maybe like a few months ago where instead of, you know, thinking of those low numbers of like, oh, those people were the only ones who saw my posts now I think of it oh these are the people that saw my posts and loved it enough 
to do something about it. And I think mm-hmm. having that switch of gratefulness has been really good for even my work ethic, you know, having to choose, you know, what type of shoots I want to do, not because I know it's on trend or it's something that will catch an influence agency's eye, but it's because I want to do it and it'll show what I could do because I created something from it. Mm. So it would be really great to kind of pop that bubble of, you know, influencers using their influence to not show true intentional things. Maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen, you know, after all of this is over, maybe even during, you know, this whole time of being in unquote quarantine. But there is just this massive wake up call because we're in close quarters and because the only avenue that we have is consuming this information. And I think that's why, you know, everything that's been happening with um, Black people has been amplified. You know, everything that's been happening with people of color has been amplified because it's all we see. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not bogged down by the hustle and bustle of work anymore. We're just bogged down by trying to make ourselves better and make the world that we live in a little bit better, you know, kind of, it's like kind of in, we're in a weird, like, apocalyptic cocoon. Mm. <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> That's the best of, way to put it, yeah. Yeah, like, we're stuck here, it's terrible, like, the sky is orange, and, you know, all of these things, but call me idealistic, or too optimistic, but after all of this, the hope, at least my hope, is that we'll come out of it better and more intentional and just a greater generation for the next one. You know, maybe not yeah. not not Gen Zers, but you know, after Gen Z and just having that in my mind, it's like, oh, I have to be better. Because mm-hmm. what else am I going to do in this planet if I'm not going to leave it better? Mm. No. That's the best way to put it. And like you said, just like coming from a place of like, how can I be better myself so that like whatever I contribute to the world, you know, if someone else finds that like useful for them just like this podcast is a resource for people right like this is such a great opportunity for people to just take in a different perspective or kind of deepen the perspective they currently have and I think that's what it's really about because like you said like this time has really amplified the disparities of the different communities that we're a part of and the different communities that our allies are a part of and it it just these are all issues that have been happening for fucking decades, you know? And it's just like, I think a lot of us were just kind of ignorant to the fact that these things still happen. And because we were, again, quarantined and forced to stay at home, we've, like, there, it's really hard to ignore these headlines. Whereas before, it's just like, oh, just a switch of a button or 
like, oh, I'm just going to go drink it away at the bar or whatever. Like we all have our vices, video games, whatever the fuck it is. Like it really doesn't matter. But like, I think we all kind of have that form of escapism where we choose to ignore the bigger issues, you know, now we're faced with it. You can't ignore it. Like we have to do something. We all have to do our part. And again, educating ourselves and like, which side of history do you want to be on? Right? Like, are you going to be someone who's just going to sit back and watch the world literally burn down because the whole world is on fire, literally? Or are you going to actually do something about it? Are you going to change the way that you shop? Are you going to like avoid fast fashion? Because that's a huge contributor to just the climate change and global warming, which is fucking real. Okay. Like I will fight you. <laughs> like it's pretty clear what's happening here in the world. And again, you can choose to ignore it. You can choose to stay on that side of history, or you could choose to fucking do something about it. And I refuse to go down not doing anything. You know, like I, yeah. I really feel like we, in our generation and the generations following, we all have this opportunity to make change. And yes, it doesn't have to be at a big scale. We don't have to have a million followers, but it could just start with you, the choices that you make every single day. It starts with like, hey, maybe I won't go and wake up. Like maybe I won't wake up in the morning and consume media right away. Maybe I'll read a news headline here and there, like as a, an actual trustworthy news source that of your choice, there's a bajillion out there or I'll read a book or I'll meditate or I'll center myself because that's where it feels good to ground yourself first before, because like, yes, social media will always be there. Facebook will always be there. The things that I have done to like just set boundaries with myself is I don't have Facebook or Twitter on my phone. The only thing that I have on my phone is Instagram. And I'm getting so close to the point where I don't really want that on my phone either, you know, but it's like, again, for business purposes and to connect with people a lot easier it's just an easier platform to have on your phone everything else though i could care less about but it's just like being intentional being mindful and coming from a place of like what can i do good like how can i do good today is that like you know learning about something and i do highly recommend that people watch the social dilemma just because I think it will not just wake people up, but it'll bring such a, I think it'll validate what a lot of people's thoughts are right now. And I think it will really bring to light the things that we need to focus on to make the world a better place for our future generations. Because it's really hard to think about where our lives are going to be five years from now, 10 years from now, when literally the world is on fire. And if we don't do something about it, then like, what are we going to do? Right. So aside from that, though, I truly believe that like <laughs> being present with ourselves and enjoying the company that we do have around us. I know a lot of us are living with loved ones. A lot of us are living with our partners. A lot of us are kind of transitioning into a place that you know, that will, that feels good, at least I hope so, and to just practice deep presence with people is so important, because 
we don't know how much longer we have on this planet. And hopefully we could all do good and do the best that we can to, you know, keep us all here and to stay connected and to just nourish one another because I do want to see what the world looks like, like five to 10 years from now. And I want to make sure that, you know, if any of us choose to have children in the next few years, that we create a community and a planet that they're proud of and that they can care for. And like where we could all just unite again, you know, I feel like I've learned so much about why are we like, I've seen so many different narratives, especially about women, like not supporting one another, which is very crazy to me because it's just like, we have been facing so much like adversity in our lives for one being a woman or if, if we're non-binary or however we identify ourselves, if we are not a man, you're just not good enough, right? So it's just like, if, okay, let me rephrase it. If you're not, a, if you're a cisgender male and if you're not a cisgender male, then it's just like, you're not good enough and you don't have the, the qualities that people are looking for, specifically if you're a white male, right? So it's just like a lot of us are facing so much inequality and a lot of like, man, I've seen so many videos coming out even now of the ugliness that a lot of these racist people like will do or say, and they'll do it in front of the camera. They don't care because they feel that, because they know that they'll be protected. Sure, they'll lose their job or whatever. They'll lose their dog or whatever the fuck, but it's just like, there needs to be more that happens. You know, like we all need to recognize like, yo, that's some fucked up shit. And because it's fucked up, like we all have to do something. And like you said, because we're amplifying our voices and amplifying our experiences, we have more to stand up for. Just by like, just because of our skin color, just because we're women, just because we don't identify with that higher, I don't know, what am I saying here? Because we don't identify in that way and because we are not seen in that way. So I truly believe that like, we all have so much to offer as women of color and just as people of color. And I think we have this opportunity to educate and like put forth so many like standards of how the world should operate, right? Because like we are, they'll take our ideas, they'll take everything away from us until we're no longer here. But what, what kind of world would that be? You know, like we, we run this world. Like I, I truly believe we do. And it's just like, I don't, I don't see a world where this, <laughs> I don't know how to say it without sounding like really fucked up, where the older systems will continue to work. I don't see a world and a future where the way the world operates right now will continue to be that way. Like I see a world where we have this opportunity again to change 
and it starts small and it's going to take a lot of time. Like it's not going to change overnight, but there's still so many different people protesting so many different, um, there's so many different states and people still protesting for the same things that people have protested for decades ago. And the fight will still continue until like we could finally find some sort of way to defeat the bullshit that we've had, like all the hands that we've been dealt over the years. But again, I think it starts with us and I think it starts with everything that we consume. It starts with us being mindful. It starts with us being present with ourselves and our loved ones and the people and the people around us. And I really think it just starts with just waking up, you know, and understanding that like, this is some crazy shit that we're going through, but we're not alone. And we could actually do so much more together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. There's so many things that you said that I'm so happy that we caught on recording because I think so many people need to hear it. So many people need to learn from it and just do their own, you know, grounding and just self-reflection. And like you said, you know, the, the old systems, it, it will crumble. It definitely will. I'm sure that it will. And the decades of work that our black brothers and sisters, um, people of color that they've done for years and years. And it'll all kind of be in this turning point, you know? And once that turning point kind of comes into its climax, because I don't think it's reached its climax yet, even though people think that it is, you know, with everyone waking up and correction every white person that has <laughs> woken up and is seeing what you know people before us have been trying to say this is not the climax I think it will amplify itself it will grow I think this is just kind of finally that that gunshot that's going to be heard for generations to come and like you said my only hope is that in five, 10 years from now, I don't even have a five, 10 year plan anymore. It's mm -hmm. like, what am I going to do this year that will continue next year, but will hopefully make the rest of, you know, whatever timeline earth will have <laughs> um, so much more better than what's going on right now. And ah, so many good things. So many I good things. It. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for, yeah, being part of our second rodeo together. <laughs> yeah, it was so good and so many good so gems. Good. I love it. Thank you again. Aww. Of course. Thank you, Hannah. This was so great. And like, I know I went on a, a, a bajillion tangents, but like, yeah, I hope the point came across anyway. But I'm so grateful for this opportunity and I just wish everyone well. That is it for this week's episode. I would just like to quickly thank Alyssa for allowing us to have a space for her to tell us how she's doing now. And that's it for this week. Um, I will catch you all on the next one. Bye everyone.